Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Good morning. How the hell goes it? We are Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. My name's Klein. There's Alley. Hello. You got the DJ Omar Khan right there. Yep. Jake Zinerd. Fact checker extraordinaire. If we say something that doesn't stack up, he will immediately call us out, even if his information is also inaccurate. You got Postmaster Johnny in the back taking them calls, 800-520-1067. And you'll need those numbers if you want to get some sold-out tickets. 32nd Annual K-Rock, almost acoustic Christmas. That will be happening December 9th at the Kia Forum. We will get you in this morning when you hear us play Soul to Squeeze by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. As soon as we play that song, we'll tell you what is the next song you'll be listening for later today on K-Rock as we are continuing to hook you up with tickets because you can no longer buy them for the show. Uh, This hour, we got a petty claims court to get to, a couple, their relationship hangs in the balance, and you will help determine whether or not they stay together or break up forever, who's right, who's wrong get to that. Uh, Also have some bamboozling going on. New scams as we get into the holiday season. So many scams, Allie. And then, of course, the text line, always very active at 800-520-1067. Well, I don't know if some of the middle-aged women that work at People Magazine also are listeners of the show, but 213 said, I just want to let you know that Patrick Dempsey is in a new movie. It's a Thanksgiving scary movie. It's supposed to be very scary. Oh, he's in that horror Thanksgiving movie? They've been promoting the hell out of it. I guess so. It must be terrible for promoting it. Yeah. Well, Um, I think they've decided, like, we've come up with enough scary movies for every other holiday. We got enough scary Halloween movies. What's the next one? Thanksgiving? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, 323 wanted to know, and several others. Klein, will you please, once and for all, give us your top five pizza places in Southern California? Yeah, I have a list. It's always updating, and I'm always changing it, but I'll give that away. I, I think I, I thought I'd put it out there on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, but I'll share it with you if you if really it's on care. Twitter, Domino's, no one saw it. Little Caesars. Do- Domino's, there. Little Caesars, you got it. That's the order. Yeah. It's all. DiGiorno's on there, and I bet. DiGiorno's, I got two yeah. spots on there. I got two different <laughs> DiGiorno. <laughs> Mama Celeste uh, rounds out the top of the list. That's I like not, the Red Baron, the circular, oh, that's circular on there ones. Too. You guys got my list. What's Ooh. the point now? That got me through college, I got no. Things. I got no chains. All, everything I got is like uh, a one-off. Uh, and and uh, I go all over the place. I'm in Orange County. I've got some that I've got to drive an hour for. Yeah, but Klein, have you ever had pizza bagels? Okay, shut up. <laughs> this is uh, this is a tease for bamboozles. Take a listen. Take a listen. <laughs> a scam warning tonight, but this one isn't a phone call or text. The concerns is in the form of packages being delivered to front porches. That's Ooh. right. As we have entered the official season for packages and porch pirates, there's a new scam to be on the lookout for. You think you got a box on your front step. You assumed you ordered something, so you go inside. Oh, that's where all hell breaks loose, and we will get to it with some bamboozling after Nirvana here on K-Rock. 
Scam season is here. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. People saying happy holidays already, even though we're still kind of in the first part of November. And officially, Allie, I'll show you a text I received this morning at 6.32 a.m. from the supposed USPS that yeah. said my package could not be it's delivered. storage full. And said, you've received enough scams this month. You've fallen for all of them. But, like, look at that. I mean, look, and this is the one that, you oh, know, yeah. we all get this on a regular USPS. basis. com. See, if there was a picture of an eagle, I would have clicked on it already three times. But I didn't because I've learned my lesson. Good for you. And they just did some research and they found that people now have equated getting scam texts as being worse than going through a root canal. They've said that the average person would rather go through the root canal procedure if they could get one year of not receiving scam texts. Oh, one year? One year yeah, of no scam texts. Yeah, I think that'd be worth it. The old root canal. I'm also getting a lot more um, like fake, scammy political messages that are like, I really need you to sign this petition to save the world and then you click on it and it's a scam yeah well here we go it's time for it it's uh, another round of bamboozled bamboozled a lot of people fall for the scam and now they're just like damn take your money sucker because you didn't know it was all a sham and now you're just like damn that's right that is the song informer by snow We've reimagined it so that it works for bamboozled. And take a listen, Allie, to this scam that's going on if you get home and there's a package on your doorstep. It all started with Melissa. After seeing a suspicious package on her front porch, she went to the local Facebook group. From there, Melissa learned she was not alone. Don't you feel like that's a bad place to go first? Because there's also a lot of scams that happen on the Facebook group. So, like, even if she's trying to figure Facebook out one scam. Facebook in general. Scam, I think scam. the only people left on Facebook are wacky ants and scammers. Right. Facebook is kind of like the new Craigslist in some ways. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, there were quite a few people who had commented on my post stating <laughs> that they had received a package as well. So you get home and there's just a package on the doorstep, which used to be a good feeling because it was like, oh, cool, someone sent me something. But now everyone's just ordering stuff constantly. You assume, what did I order? I don't even remember what I ordered. He did take a really small picture of what the package looked like. What? A really small picture? because she's got an old phone, How I bet. It's just an old, she's got a five megapixel phone. Oh, uh, she probably sent it to the entire family <laughs> in a group chat and yeah. everyone responding and went, I can't see yeah. what this is. What is this picture? It's mostly your thumb. <laughs> And a lot more people were saying, I received that same exact package. These residents might be the victim of a rushing picture that I received the exact same thing. <laughs> I also have a thumb. <laughs> Where packages are sent to boost online product sales or for stolen goods to be retrieved. So they're saying that what people are doing is now... It's if, a package drop. It, it's, a, it's There's a whole name for it, Allie. It's called uh, brushing, a brushing scam. I was unaware of that. Gaylord's police chief says the package turned in is under investigation. Yeah, you know, in 2023, there's never a, a down moment for, for scams and frauds, for sure. Uh, once we do have something confirmed um, to be going on in the community, we usually uh, release something on Facebook and let our public uh, be aware of it through Facebook. You know, the problem is all the people that are supposed to relay the information about the scams are, are so, so boring. boring that, that you almost want to be scammed. Yeah, like the scammers are at least interesting because they're scammers. They got good personalities usually. And then the guys that are supposed to be the good guys protecting us are like, even during that one sentence, I tuned out because the guy's going, and you want a man and one thing you got. I'm like, I would whatever. endure one bad scam for a year without that guy. Uh, yeah. I would also I take six root canals at once <laughs> overhearing that guy. While it might not affect you immediately, there could still be trouble. Wherever this package was purchased through, that account may be compromised. You need to go back and check your passwords. 
So they're saying this couple things could happen. If I'll you never check it. my passwords. Just stop. Yeah, I know. But they want you to say that. I, but there's... The amount of emails I get that are like, your password's been compromised. I'm like, delete. Right. I guess I won't be using Amazon ever again. Okay, goodbye. Uh, so anyway, they're saying if you see any packages that are on your doorstep that you didn't order, there's a good chance. Maybe they're using your house as like a drop zone where they kind of ship stolen goods through. Here's yeah. your next bamboozle that's going on. More mail ending up in the hands of thieves. Tonight, manliest police are sharing advice what? on how to protect your mail and your money. The man- manliest police? I think that's the Is this city. another People magazine thing? It's the manliest police uh, <laughs> <laughs> issue of people. Before the holiday mailing season kicks into high gear. Town of Manliest Mailboxes targeted again. Manliest Mailboxes. I've seen that movie. That's dirty. Thieves are stealing paper checks, doctoring Uh, them to clean out bank accounts. This happened to me. Yeah, well, this is the thing that happens around this time of year because you have some old relative that still decides they're going to try to write you a check as like a Merry Christmas. I had to write a check to a certain person. And and it got washed. Here's the problem is that you're not supposed to put the little flag up saying, hey, I've got mail. To take away. Oh, because if they see the flags up, then they, they then know they're that- like, there's got to be, they're sending a bill. Usually when people are sending something in the mail, it's a bill or whatever. It's pretty easy, apparently, to wash checks and then just rewrite them. What yeah. did they uh, scam you for? How much was it? It was 450 bucks, and it was some lady named Cindy. I mean, I don't know if that's the real person because it was like scrubbed and written this other lady's name. Her name was Cindy something, and then uh, they weren't able to eventually track who that person really was. I'm sure they put it in a dummy account. So as we learned in this edition of Bamboozled, you cannot receive any packages, you can not send anything. No. Just That's, sit there. That just, just sit there. Sit there and check your passwords. We have a, a quick break. We're back with a case that you'll want to be a part of. Petty Claims Court with a relationship that hangs in the balance next. Hey, Rock, a lot of responsibility now if you're listening to the station because you will be a jury of someone's peers and you will get to determine whether or not the relationship we're about to meet should stay together or break up forever. It's time for Petty Claims Court. In the legal system, cases are tried from Supreme Courts to Small Claims Court. But what about stuff that's too small for Small Claims Court? This is Petty Claims Court. We're going to meet Emilio in a moment and I think he's bringing his girlfriend to trial for something that's going on that many would argue is a petty complaint, but, you know, most relationships, you think about fights, a lot of them start with real petty stuff, and then over time they build up to be the cavity that eventually tears apart the relationship. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to tear the relationship apart, but usually they are arguments that are so petty, but they always come up, and these are the things that just keep, they like, like, nag at you like it's a it's a there's no solution and we're here to create some kind of solution my wife does this thing and last night i finally snapped because whenever there's dishes in the sink which there shouldn't be she was doing her job right guys <laughs> now uh when there's a pile of dishes if she's done with something like a coffee or, or some smoothie she's drinking she'll like pour it on top of Oh, I hate that. All, all of the other things. And, and re-dirty I, all the dishes. And I go, what's wrong? She goes, well, they're all dirty anyway. And I go, yeah, but there's no need to make them gr- grosser and dirtier. Yeah, then it's just sitting in like slop. Right. Just, Usually I will rinse the dishes and then set them in there just so that it's not a bunch of random food remnants. Yeah, and if you just like took an l- extra second, you could kind of just aim whatever beverage liquid you're pouring right down the, the drain. And it's just kind of this giant... <laughs> over everything. And or I was re- does she also not rinse the dishes, especially with a smoothie, and it's like dried seeds all alongside. It's, it's like impossible to get out. Amelia, why did you uh, come to us this morning? First of all, good morning. Thanks for being on K-Rock. Hi, good morning. What can um, we do for you I'm to bringing, save your relationship? I'm bringing my girlfriend on because I think she talks too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to you or to <laughs> others? Or both? Uh, 
mostly to others. Well, explain. Uh, for example, we'll be at the store in line and I just want to get my groceries and I just want to leave and go home afterwards. But she'll somehow find a way to strike a conversation with yep. anyone in line every single time. This is my wife. I don't know how we go anywhere together. Like even just doing simple things like going to the park, picking the kid up from school. It's like you never can get out of there. So, Emilio, you're in line. You just want to get your stuff and get home. She now starts a conversation with a stranger, and this happens regularly. And then because you're with her, you then feel obligated to somehow join in the conversation. Is that how it works? Or she brings you into it and you want no part of it? Uh, I, I try to remain silent, but I somehow still end up in it anyways. Yeah. Well, and I bet you end up feeling like you're the a-hole, right? Like you're a person who's just not fun or I'm, you know, you come across like, oh, there's this loser boyfriend who never talks because she's the one striking up the conversation and you never wanted to be in it to begin with. That's correct. How often, uh, we'll get her on in a second, but how often would you say this happens? So you go someplace. Does she one of these people that's so social? No matter where you are, she will leave after, you know, she'll have a conversation with at least one or two strangers. I would say it happens uh, nine out of ten times. Wow. Let's bring her on. Uh, This is Monica. Hey, Monica, good morning. Welcome to K-Rock. Good morning, sweet David. Sweet Sweet Davids. I like you already. I'd like to have a conversation with you. Oh, shut up already. So, uh, (laughs) you are a social person. It sounds like you're one of these people that just likes to talk to other people. I would argue on my behalf, as you guys know, you work in radio. Um, I worked in customer service for quite some time. You know, part of my job is, you know, I've been a FedEx driver for a couple years at this point. So I wouldn't say it's so much social and nine out of 10 times, I, I, it does not happen that often. But yes, I, if I need help with something, I don't like to just be like standing there. Like if I need to call the cashier over or something, I'm like, oh, can you help me with this? It'll just be like, Oh, you know, like nice weather we're having, and usually that's that's about it. Or it's just like, oh, haha, you know, nice day, food max or wherever. Okay, have a good one. It, it's just uh, basically that. Monica, so you you drive for FedEx, and that would be a pretty solitary job where you don't really talk to people much throughout the day, right? So do you feel Correct. like you kind of have to make up for that in your off time by getting a little bit of social interaction? I'm just the kind of person like where. If I'm standing there and I make eye contact with somebody, I'm not the kind of person to just like where I can just be able to look away without it me feeling awkward. So I have to say something. I'm just like, oh, hi, or like, oh, good morning. Oh, like, no. and then it's begun, and then the conversation has begun. Yeah. And then, I love looking and then looking right away. And then Emilio the <laughs> stands there. Yeah, because you do have a second where you judge. You and see you're someone. Like, Should I? And then and I always like, go, nope, I don't so, need to. W- w- but you don't actively search for that conversation. For instance, you're no, in, in, no, in, no. In, the, in the example he gave us, you're in the grocery store. You wouldn't comment on the stuff that the person in front of you in line is putting on the bell. Be like, oh, is that any good? And then next thing you know, you're talking about your love of pasta and how you plan on going exactly. to Italy one day. Exactly. Exactly. And if I didn't make a comment, it would be I would turn around and tell Emilio, just like, oh my god, look at all the stuff she's buying. Like, right. Oh my god. And do you ever uh, get mad at Emilio because you say, hey, how come you're standing there like such right. a? You come across like such a dick. You're not joining in on the conversation, and Emilio's like, I didn't sign up for a conversation. <laughs> no, I've at least granted him that privilege in the years we've been together. <laughs> Question: How long does it take you guys to leave a bar? Say Emilio says, "All right, so what, last drink, like yeah, Uber's here. We're, we're getting ready out of to go." Here. And is it like a five-minute process, or is it because Monica 
is so social, it takes 20 minutes plus. How, do, how long do you think it takes? Not 20 minutes. If we did go to a bar, like when we go to a restaurant or something, usually it's like, oh, we just thank the waiter, pay the bill, and get out. Like, Amelia, like said, is that true? Amelia, is that okay. true? Uh, no, that is, that is incorrect. She'll have usually a drink, and she won't leave until she finishes the drink. Right, but will she do one of those farewell tours where she has to go around and say goodbye to everyone and then make some new friends on the way out the door? <laughs> Absolutely. Hmm. I'll ask for anyone's number if that makes him feel better. Like, I'm not that kind of social person. I've had people be like, oh, what's your Instagram? Oh, what's your name? I'm like, oh, no, no, thank you. And then we'd go. Oh, so yeah, Katie does that. So and Amelia- if we're about to leave a bar, she will order another drink. For the road. Yeah, but Put then I have to, to wait for her cup. to finish it. Hey, Emilio, do you feel that uh, Monica is flirty? Is, is it bother you that it almost comes across like she's being uh, flirty? Or is it just the fact no, that it's yes, a lot yes. of... Oh. Or is it more that it's no. just a giant waste of time? Okay. Uh, I think people think she's being flirty, yeah. which makes the time go by a lot slower. Hmm. And you do not discriminate who you speak to. It could be guy, girl, someone in a couple, someone by themselves. Yeah, just if they, like you were saying earlier, like I size them up a little bit. Like I don't, like I said, I don't talk to everybody. It's that quick decision making where it's like, okay, can I say hi to them? Okay, yeah, I guess. Again, when it comes to like, hey, can you come over here? Or like, oh, hey, yeah, I need some help. How's your morning going? Even in the three minutes we've been chatting, I can already tell Emilio is like kind of a quiet guy in general, <laughs> and 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 uh, Monica is very verbose. Yeah, but sometimes she, that's a good combination. Like the you, opposites attract. I right? agree. Agree. No reason that relationship can't work. But where it is interesting is where we are now out in public in the real world, real life settings. And how and much time has been wasted? How much time has been wasted? And how many are plans <laughs> ever made with the people you meet out? Because this is what bothers Ali the most. Her wife will uh, meet Get a stranger. Get the number, make plans, and, and everything. She'll say, hey, now we're all going to get going to dinner next week. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I, I don't want to get in on this. We have a play date with somebody she met yesterday. Does this uh, happen to you as well, Emilio? You get roped into plans with these strangers, or is it just this kind of meaningless conversation that goes nowhere? Uh, it's it's mainly just random talk with random strangers while we're out and about. All right. All right, well, this is an interesting case because I think it's very relatable. I think in relationships, a lot of times you do have the more social person. That's the person that's the plan maker and the person that just kind of goes along for it. But Emilio just wants to go to the store, get his uh, carton of smokes and get the hell out of there. She wants to stand around and make best friends with the cashier, the guy in front of her. opportunity at the grocery store. New friends to be made. Ten seconds of closing arguments and the verdict. We need your text now. The first 100 will determine whose side you're on in this particular petty claims court case between Emilio, his girlfriend Monica. She likes to talk to everyone about anything and Emilio likes to stand there quietly. The verdict next on K-Rock. Joined us this morning on K-Rock at the exact right time. We're about to get to the verdict of a petty claims court. Just met Monica and her boyfriend, Emilio, who brought her to trial because he says that she will strike up a conversation with everyone wherever they go, nine out of ten times. She's chatting, and he is an accomplice and then forced to join in on the conversation, which she doesn't want to do. The guy just wants to buy his booze and go home, but she wants to start talking to people. There's been a lot of follow-up questions on the text line, and uh, Ali's still tabulating the first 100 but interesting theories that have come through as well uh emilio follow-up question for you do conversations that start inside of a store or restaurant then linger into the parking lot etc with the people that she just met 
no, they tend to just stay where they start. All right. That's a good thing. Hmm. All right. You guys understand that in a moment you'll have 10 seconds to plead your case one final time before we give you the official verdict and the ruling of the Petty Claims Court. Rulings are final. We have saved a few relationships by doing this, and we've definitely ended a few relationships as well. <laughs> So, on the text line, um, 818 said that the feeling you're describing is exactly like when you're a kid and your parent would run into a friend at the store. Oh, yes. And then you're like, <laughs> oh, you just want to go home and play video games. And they just go on and on and on, and you're already at a place that you find seriously boring. Yeah. And you have to just wait it out because you have nothing to add. 626 said, hey, as another FedEx driver listening and sitting in L.A. traffic, I think that Monica should be placed on a 100-word word count. And once she reaches the word limit, kind of like Twitter, she's out. She's out of words? Yeah, she's out of words. Is that a daily word count or a per-stranger word count? 909 said every couple needs an extrovert and an introvert because if there's no extrovert, no one would ever make any plans in the first place. Sounds one great. person has to be a talker, and then the other person has to be the silent type. 818 said I vote Emilio and Monica needs to practice the smile and... Uh, smile and nod head move. Yes. Meanwhile, six, uh, 562 said, this guy sounds like a total dick. Let the girl be friendly. In this messed up world we're in, we need more women like Monica who can just make fun, friendly, frivolous conversations. All right. Uh, Ten seconds to close out your case. Monica, since you are the defendant in this petty claims court, good luck trying to squeeze all your words into ten seconds, but go ahead. You, your sir. time starts now. Okay, to that point, I will say the smile and nod is what gets me into that situation in the first place, <laughs> and I'm not as bad as Katie, or sorry, as Allie's wife, so. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's a good point. That's always a good argument. <laughs> Whenever you need an argument, just bring up Allie's wife. Yeah. All right, uh, Emilio, <laughs> your time starts now. Ten seconds, go. Uh, sometimes I just want to go to the store, and I just want to go home and play Magic the Gathering with Jake. All right. Yeah. Oh, man, that did yeah. not help your case. No, Amelia. I think you're going to lose this one now. All right, ruling is final here. I think that it's interesting. Uh, someone on the text line suggested that whenever she starts this kind of verbal diarrhea with strangers, Emilio just grabs her and starts making out with her, <laughs> which I think would be interesting. And also In every situation. strange for the person that she started talking about the weather with a moment earlier. This lady at checkout's like, ah. Uh, but we have to rule here. Uh, rulings are final. And I think after tabulating all the votes, Allie, who wins yeah, this, this case? It's, claims court. it's crazy because at the beginning, a lot of the texts that were flooding in were for Emilio because they were just like him and just wanted to get in and out of places without having to, you know, get into a life story. But then it really took a turn, Klein. And I have to say, after tabulating, Monica is in the right. Wow, Monica. And that both of you should just accept that that's how you are and that's who you are and that it's perfectly okay. Emilio? Bad news. This is horrible. Yes, I know, it is. Come here, honey. Uh, she will uh, be able to have all the conversations she chooses to. In fact, and she can double it. The punishment is that you will now have to start conversation, at least one. She will point to people at random when you go out, and that's the person you will have to start the conversation I with. I would love to see a video of that. And please film it for us and get a tag us in it, all how's right? the weather? All right. Monica's so happy now. God, no, women love nothing more than being told they're right. She oh, can't wait to God. tell the grocery store lady about She's gonna all tell of this. Who's the first? Oh, yeah. Hey, Monica, who's we the first put... stranger you're going to talk to about this situation this morning? Probably the grocery store lady be like, oh, yeah, he has something to tell you. All right. Great. Well, congratulations, Emilio. I'm so sorry it backfired on you. I, I appreciate your concern, Clyde. Okay. There we go. So another very happy couple. A relationship saved. Petty claims court back in a moment. 
find out what's going on in the world with your ADD news, and then we can kick off a brand new hour of the show. I assume at some point shortly you'll hear a song from the Red Hot Chili Peppers that will get you access to the sold-out 32nd annual K-Rock Almost Acoustic Christmas. The song, once again, Soul to Squeeze, will happen at some point this morning before we get the hell out of here. But first, what's happening in the world? Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD News. She can't remember her own phone number, but here she is anyway. That's right. All right. Say what you want about Chris Pratt's Italian accent in the Mario movie. The Mario movie did very, very well. You saw it, didn't you, Klein? I think twice. Yeah. And it ranks as the second highest grossing movie of the year with $1.36 billion. And so, of course, Nintendo is deciding to do this again, but with a different video game. They are making a Legend of Zelda movie, and I think before they even reveal the cast, it's going to be a huge success. And Nintendo is going to be paying for 50% of the movie. And this is just a growing trend now with successful movies that are being done by, like, video game and toy companies. I mean, look how much of the Barbie movie Mattel funded and that's one of the it's like I think the highest grossing movie Yeah. so and, it's and, like why do anything original anymore and by the way if you think there's going to be any stop they're just going to go through all of the great catalog of Nintendo get characters get ready for a games. Donkey Kong movie oh, I hate it I hate it I hate it I love it it's nostalgia that's so, the thing is that they can apply to new people who don't know about Zelda yet but then you've got all the, millenni- the millennials and some boomers who were playing Legends of Zelda and loved it yeah that's what they're hoping right because they could pack the theater and then you got a bunch of people that grew up playing Mario they were like oh man that was the greatest thing ever and then, and then if, you, if you don't know it, just throw Chris Pratt in there and everyone will be like, oh, yay, well, let's go see that. Right, right. so uh, get ready for you Zelda. Do remember the kids that would play Zelda, though? Uh, they, they were, were definitely a certain brand of Mario yeah. people versus Zelda yeah, people. Totally. I bet you, they, Jake, Jake the Nerd, were you a, I, without, hold on, let's play Zelda, bets. 100%. De- definitely he was a Zelda guy, And he right? had totally. the hots for whatever the girl is yeah, in the yeah. video Jake, game. did you have... Wait, were, what do you mean, whoever? Her name's Zelda. Okay. Right. <laughs> See, nerd. Jake, uh, you More were... More like first appearance of your boner. Jake, you were, uh, you, you were a Zelda kid? You were a Zelda kid, right? I was a every video game kid. I played it all, man. Yeah. Zelda, Mario, Excitebike, all of it. Yeah, man. but if you had a choice, if you, if you had a limited choice and you only had time and you were going to put in one game and play, would you go Duck Hunt? Would you go Mario? Would you go Zelda? Well, I feel like you were definitely... Zelda and Metroid were the best games. Zelda, yeah. Man, yeah. they should make a Duck Hunt, uh, Duck Hunt movie. That would be great. That would be and it's great. just like a crazy horror movie. Everyone in the uh, oh, that'd be co- everyone so cool. in the theater yeah. gets those guns too. Yeah, it's an interactive movie. That experience. seems like a bad idea. That would backfire. <laughs> probably yes. Today's climate probably. All right. Speaking of millennials, um, do you remember the birth of the millennial duck face? It was kind of when selfies stir- first started becoming popular, and every millennial girl would just pooch pooch her lips out and make the face of a duck, and that would be kind of the. It was like the sorority squad. It was just a give. It was a re- reflex. Yeah, Every remember, girl did it. I remember duck face. Well, now there's a Gen Z equivalent, and it's called scrunch face. And if I don't know if you've noticed it, but if anyone in that age group is taking a selfie, instead of smiling or trying to look hot, they just scrunch up their face. Like, oh, I'm so oh, it's goofy. It's like a pouty face? No, it's like... No? It's kind of like you... I don't like know your how face to is in a it. vice? No, it's, stru- like this, it's like this. Do it, it's like going. It looks like you're constipated. Sure. Is that the look? Yeah. It's like they're Why trying to look ugly, and Why? they're trying to just do a scrunch ah. face like, I don't care. 
That's cool. Like, I'm just taking a selfie and I'm scrunch. You guys start doing that. Anything at all to distract. I feel like Your that. Your face is permanently like Yeah, that. I feel like I permanently have that face. That's it's like my... resting bitch face. You have resting yeah. scrunch face. Oh, great. I'm, I'm on trend finally. I've so, done it. Uh, now that you see it, and now I've told you about it, you probably can't unsee it. All right, I hate to break it to you, but we have reached the point in our timeline where vaping has become a competitive sport. And competitive vapors are now entering what they call cloud chase contests. Oh, this has been a thing. Yeah, has I've it? seen some of the videos. Oh, yeah. Apparently, it's taking off, and they're all they all get in a ring together. It's pretty cool. And Listen, they take I think turns blowing huge clouds of smoke. Yeah, and, and then they they judge the. <laughs> They judge the smoke with judge with judges and also yardsticks. <laughs> well, there's different categories, Allie, because sometimes it is who can vape the biggest cloud, who can vape the longest. That's cool. They look like human dragons, and then sometimes mm-hmm. they do the tricks where like they'll vape Those a ring the and then they'll like and then they'll vape bo- like little balls into the ring, and then sometimes yeah. they like, jump through it. It's Whoa. wild. It's, it's wild. Cool. Why yeah. have you guys been watching this? It's fr- I, I've uh, seen some videos. <laughs> I haven't seen the competitive. <laughs> Because I'm telling you, you'll go down a, de- a deep rabbit hole once yeah. you start watching. It's crazy. I, I watched the video, and it's a lot of skinny jeans and snapback hats. Yeah. Every guy's wearing skinny jeans and a snapback hat. I don't know uh, like how many groupies there are waiting to uh, have sex with these champions, these vape champions, but it is definitely, at least in video form, it's pretty impressive, to say the very least. You have so, to have good lung capacity, for sure. Some of that is going involved. And also, you have to have, like, no other real career prospects. Ah, so, like, that's, that's the key the right secret. there. Kick off a brand new hour of the show after the Smashing Dumplings on K-Rock.